0: With us on Coach's Corner here in KWBG, Get a chance to talk some postseason boys basketball. Brian Surratt joining us. Madrid coach is uh, Tigers and uh, Woodbine had uh, quite the the sub-state final coach and I know did not roll your way that night, but I guess I wanted to look back at that game. I mean, we could look at the entire postseason. You had some real nice victories in there, but everybody wants to hear about the Woodbine game. I I had fans from Boone and, and Ogden asking me about it. You know, what was the game like, atmosphere, this and that. Brian, a sub-state final—that's what you want, man. That was a lot of uh, electricity on that Carol uh, Saturday night.
1: Yeah, the gym was full, and there was, you know, a lot of people for both sides. Um, very pleased with the amount of people that showed up for us and the support that we had during the postseason. Um, obviously, it helps to you know bring a lot of energy to our basketball team, and you know makes us feel good about um, the support that we're getting from people in our community. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the basketball just didn't go our way uh, the way that we had hoped, and you know, Woodbine made a few more plays than we made, and uh, we weren't able to get the win on
0: that one. Brian, give me the scouting report going in, and then we'll kind of work our way through the game. But but, what was the scouting report on Woodbine going in? What did you guys know about them?
1: Um, I knew that they, sh- they, you know, they shot a lot of threes. They shot almost thirty three point attempts uh, each game. Uh, so an emphasis for us was just to not let them get hot from three um, not necessarily have great great percentages overall but um, a lot of kids that could shoot it uh, so we, we didn't want anybody to be able to get going I felt like we could match up with them man-to-man and that we'd be able to keep them in front of us and, and uh, keep them from getting easy buckets and layups um, unfortunately we just couldn't uh, keep them off the foul line and Uh, They were able to, you know, make a bunch of free throws, get us in a little bit of free throw or uh, foul trouble. And, um, you know, when that happens, it's always going to be difficult to win.
0: Coach, you're down by five as you go into the uh, halftime break. Um, It felt like the pace, at least to me at the time, was in your favor. Even though you're down by five, I still felt like Madrid's going to come out and they're going to shoot the basketball much better than they did in the second half. Is that what you guys talked about at halftime?
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't uh, get shots to fall in the first half, and we took some that maybe weren't our best uh, attempts. Um, but really, you know, in the second half, we just, we were going to need to make shots. And they said that going into the game, you know, it, it sounds stupid at the game plan, but if we made shots, I felt like we were going to be okay. Um, and, you know, at half, we made some adjustments. They were overplaying our, and hedging really hard off our, our ball screen. And I knew on film that they, would overhelp uh, off the wing. So even though we had great shooters, they were probably going to be disciplined enough to just stick on their guy. They weren't going to let Fabian get in and get layups. And so, you know, we denied the ball screen right off the bat, and we got a couple uh, – They their guy helped off the wing, and we got a couple wide-open threes to get kind of things rolling. And then from there, you know, we hit a barrage of them to, to build a nice lead.
0: 15-0 run in the third quarter, Brian. And I know that doesn't shock you because you know the shooters you have – I hadn't seen you put together that type of a uh, quarter before. I've seen you have some real nice quarters. I don't know if I've ever seen a 15-0 run and I think the most impressive thing and I know that this is never the the, the sexy thing to talk about, but man, your defense was outstanding during that time. I mean, there were there, the help defense, you got block shots down low, there were steals. I mean, everything that could have been Madra boys basketball in that third quarter. Man, that was exactly what we saw.
1: Yeah, like I've said all season and we say to our guys and I said at halftime our defense needs to lead to offense. You know, when your defense can get some steals, when you can get some stops and get a couple of buckets, you know, like you can get kind of things going and you start feeling better about stuff. But, you know, even when you're going down and you're scoring every time but you're letting the other team score as well, uh that can be defeating and there's really no rhythm that you're getting or energy that you're gaining from that as a basketball team. Um and so you know, our focus not only at half was to figure out what we needed to do offensively to get better looks, but also what what we're going to do defensively to get it going. And mostly, it's just effort. Like we're matched up man to man. If you know you have to, it's gut check time. You have to figure out what you know what you got inside you, and if you're going to work hard enough to stop the guy in in front of you. And you know, we really really expended a ton of energy in those those six minutes of that that uh, third quarter and then kind of the last two minutes we kind of ran out of gas and, and didn't necessarily finish it out and allowed them to get back in the basketball game, uh, which I thought was kind of a pretty big deal, uh, especially when, we not, when we're not coming out on top in the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, for us, our defense has fueled our offense, and, and on good basketball teams that's how it works. Defense is going to fuel your offense.
0: Well, you guys got some great looks there at the end. Uh, Fabian, I'm going to guess, Coach, out of the timeout, was it hopeful to get that first three-point look and then maybe get a rebound if we need it and get a second look? Or or what was the play uh, designed when you guys uh, had the last-second attempts?
1: Well, I knew nobody was going to let Torin get the shot, you know, so we used him as a decoy to get a bunch of guys to get moving towards him, and they did. I think they had three guys bite on him, and then that kind of opened – We were trying to cut Brody back to the backside and get Fabian the basketball and see if we could get a kick out to either one of those two guys if it became open. And just so happened that they left, they left uh, Fabian wide open, and he got a clean look at it. Just left it a little short, and then you know from there it's just we as soon as the shot goes up we got to crash because we need to score. You know, get another one, and then I think it's Kyle got a rebound, kicked it out to Torn and. I mean, on on film, if that thing is three-fourths of the way down, not even really sure how it came back up out. But uh, we got two really good looks at it and uh, just came up a little short.
0: Locker room conversation after, Brian. I'm not going to make you relive that for me, but uh, can you just tell us uh, what, what maybe the kids talked to you guys about or, or what the locker room was like afterward?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of, uh, you know, devastated kids the amount of time and energy put into every basketball season all of a sudden it's done to think you know we don't have another game and the conversation isn't we can learn from this and let's move on it's you know this is it the season is over with um so that's always really tough uh you know especially with your seniors and uh you know some of our guys felt like they let let other guys you know let the team down which wasn't the case at all i know torn felt horrible because he got a great look, and it was in and out, you know. And uh, if you give him that look nine out of ten times, he's probably going to knock it down. Easy. And this was just the one time it didn't, and that was kind of the case with the with the basketball game. And just the things just that we needed to go away just did not go our away. Um, but you know, for me, it's you know the conversation is about you know the overall the season, the season that we had, what we accomplished outright you know, conference title and 22 wins, tying the school record for wins there. Um, Really, in my mind, I wouldn't say overachieving, but, you know, as a coach, you kind of have some goals as to, you know, if we can get here, I think we could be able to have a chance to, you know, get back to state. And, you know, we did more than what I kind of thought we would coming into this year just because, uh, you know, we lost a lot, losing Caden and Jackson and to think we're going to just replace that especially you know Kyle never played any varsity before the season
0: right right
1: um so i mean to think that you know we're going to be where we got to at the beginning of at the end of last year to the beginning of this year um you know i want those guys to know how much they accomplished like it, the season wasn't a failure because we didn't make it to state right i know everybody feels that way but uh it wasn't a failure we accomplished so many things and and in my mind we probably overachieved on a lot of things and um so I want our kids to you know have a positive um memory of of this season and and what they were able to do and uh you know the accolades that they were able to achieve because they you know they all deserved it and and in the end we probably deserved a little bit better than than the fate that we got but that's basketball, and that's that's why you play the games. Yeah, very
0: true, Brian. We'll wrap up the season with you here in a couple of weeks. Thanks for some time today. All right, thanks, Brian. You bet. Brian Stradigan joining us, Mad River Boys Basketball here in Coach's Corner.